and hello everybody everybody hello and welcome to we synced it i think it. yes it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies tv and the entertainment in between i am one of your hosts pat and this is kev and this is dr x and how is everybody doing today wonderful fantastic how yes. about you pat I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I hope uh, the audience is doing good as they listen to our soothing, sensual voices on this uh, beautiful Thursday, the Lord's Day, if you believe in that kind of thing. But uh, let's get on to uh, movie <laughs> is news. Is this the Lord's Day? Man? Yeah, every day is the Lord's Day. Did That's he name he them all? Did he name them all? No, I don't think so. Mm. But he, but he, in the Bible, it does say that there were seven days. And he rested on the, the seventh. Seventh. But they never tell you it was Sunday. True. It might have been Monday. Might have been. Might have even been Friday. Maybe he might have gone out, Facts. invented a, a whole thing, a whole strip club thing, and do it. But we're not talking very good. Let's get back to we seen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get sidetracked to stupid shit. Sorry. All right. Uh, yeah, because we're going to try to keep this episode uh, short and sweet. Uh, try to keep this down to a thirty-minute uh, so because uh, I got an early call time tomorrow and. My gracious colleagues are trying to uh, <laughs> help me out on this uh, glorious Thursday. So, movie news. Like some people are with Kevin Spacey. Boom. Yes. Our first uh, movie movie news that we're going to talk about is The Billionaires. Oh, I really like wrote that goddamn <laughs> word <laughs> wrong. Billionaires. <laughs> Billionaires Boys Club is a Kevin Spacey movie that, go ahead, Kevin. So not the Kevin Spacey, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a different Kevin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Very different. So Kevin Spacey is actually not even like one of the prominent characters in the movie. He's actually like he plays like a bad guy in the movie. He's not. <laughs> he's not any of the protagonists. Of course, mm-hmm. he would play the bad guy, right? Uh, this is a film that um, was announced in 2010, was filmed in 2015, and didn't get released until like now. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's already a bad idea, right? It's just kept in the vault. Um, and basically what this movie's about is um, a group of wealthy boys in the 1980s. Uh, L.A. came up with a plan to get a to do a get-rich-quick uh, get uh, scheme mm-hmm. with a Ponzi scheme. And the plan ends up badly when um, all of them involved and end up dealing with, like, murder, with murdering one of the investors and getting, like, dealing with a con man. This is something that actually took place in real life. Um, well, this is based off a true story? Yeah. So we got Ansel Elgort from, from uh, Baby Driver that's in the movie, Kevin Spacey, Emma Roberts, oh, um, Judd Nelson, <laughs> I mean, Rosanna Arquette, a lot of great actors in this movie. Now, this movie did re- uh, get released theatrically uh, this past weekend and made a total of $618, which on which was about an average of like between $50 to $55 per theater that it premiered at. America, I love you. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And now, if you only turn this fucking kind of uh, intention and like devotion to politics, maybe we could change around the whole world. But let's not get into that either. We're not in the Internationally, it made just a little over of $1 million. That's it. A little, let's see how much was the budget. Their budget was 15, 15 mil. And so far, they've only made $1.5 million. Yeah, I can't see. Um, I mean, just given the climate that we're in right now, uh, it, the billionaire boys club. Because I know there's a, there's this club of like uh, people on West Coast that are. I think they have the same kind of moniker and stuff like that. And people are not really feeling them right now. So I'm not really sure where they were trying to go with this whole. You're not talking about Pharrell with his sneaker line. No, 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 no. Right. No, but I have to admit, I really wanted to buy some billionaire boy. And I uh, did too, man. Those ice creams, those yeah, shoes. Yeah, but those shits were expensive. Everything that was uh, part of that clothing line was, uh, uh, what you call, it, expensive. But it's funny that you say this about this movie because I see why it didn't make it because uh, the poster for it had Kevin Spacey on the poster. Yeah. That ain't gonna work. That that's sure not gonna work. Uh, that might have been an early poster because now all the posters that they're releasing <laughs> oh, the, sure. has yeah. the young guys on it, like uh-huh. the protagonist. He's nowhere. He's he nowhere. didn't even get top billing. Like his name doesn't even appear on the poster. Uh, Damn, they got him the fuck out of here yeah. for real. So I, Kevin Spacey, is now officially like a Hollywood poison. Like he must be going through some serious craziness. Nah, he got money. He's good. He, uh, he, but, how mu- but how much is that therapy he's going yeah. through? Because I'm sure he, they probably like 
told him like, yeah, you're yeah. I don't feel sorry for him. No, because yeah, because yeah. to be honest, man, I mean, dude, if you were talking about Kevin Spacey just like a year ago, he was like on top of the world. Yeah. He had that show that was on Netflix. Uh, was it King House of Hearts? Of Cards. House of Cards, my King of Hearts. What the fuck? Uh, he was on that show, and everybody, <laughs> everybody loved him. He was on Jimmy Fallon doing like bits with Jimmy Fallon and shit. It was like, yo, he could not be defeated. It was like there was nothing going on in the world. He had world. a musical. It wasn't even a fucking musical thing, too. It probably wasn't a musical. But then next thing you know it, boom. Everything just started. His house of cards just he was, started he was fucking teaching, up. He was teaching acting classes at uh, Princeton. He was, I bet. I bet. And then uh, it was it was the thing about him, his fall, that was just like so funny is that he tried to he tried to go the gay route. Like, uh, as soon as they, they, they outed him yeah. as, uh, you know, uh, like uh, being, uh, what would you call it, uh, a sexually assaulting uh, people, mm-hmm. he tried to go the gay route saying, like, oh, you know, um, yeah, I'm sorry, uh, uh, I didn't want to tell anybody my private life, but yeah, I am gay. And it was like, boom, how the fuck is that going to help you? Translate over you being Yeah, man, but uh, you'll be here, you're a predator, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I hear predatorizing people. A documented man. predator. Yeah, you're people, a documented predator. Yeah. So how the fuck is that supposed to change how people feel about you, kind of shit? I mean, do you? Watching your do movies, you guys dude. believe the whole thing about like no matter like let's say that you change the world, right? Change the world for everything good, like uh, you know, you end world hunger. Everybody is uh, got free healthcare and everything like that. You doing all that shit, but um. They, there's some shit that comes up in the past that you're a sexual predator or something like that. Do you do you feel that 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 moment in time negates every good thing, every good deed that you did? That you gotta get the fuck out of here? Or is that a question now for this podcast? I don't know. It's um, I would say uh, time to go ahead and cut loose, straight up. Like uh, if you're unwanted, mm. it's it's impolite. To stay with unwanted company, you know what I mean. Like they don't want you around. Like didn't they, like. So a, wait, are you saying that you you did this before all the good stuff you did? <laughs> like he never see, but the difference is he never paid or did any like. No, actually, he did the he he was doing it while he was while acting everything. while he was acting. Correct. And you know what? I just started. And they said that he was doing like trips to fucking Thailand and shit like that. Got and he was on a boat with a, a guy who's a known like sexual predator of little boys who was going to Thailand. The Billionaire Boys Club. I feel sorry for these guys <laughs> that were in this movie because quite possibly some of them may or may not have been getting groped every now and then. Apparently, this has been going on for a long yeah. time. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. On um, you can look it up on YouTube. The actor. From Baby Driver and from The Walking Dead, who plays the Punisher, um, John Bernthal. Yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. They interviewed him about the movie Baby Driver. They're like, "Look, you know, all this stuff has been coming out about Kevin Spacey. What was your experience like working with him on Baby Driver?" And he's like, "It was bad." He's like, "I'm not a fan of that guy. He was one of the actors that I looked up to, and he was one of the reasons why I wanted to become an actor. And when I fucking met him and worked with him on set, you know, the way he was with people." Like how aggressive he was, and like sexually, and like he was also a bully too. I'm not cool with that guy. Really, not a big fan of him. Yeah, he was saying that he was like really aggressive with people, like sexually, and like just, just to be an asshole too. Like he was just aggressive, like he was like a bully on set. And he's like, yeah, I'm not cool with that guy. So it's like, yeah, he's been doing it. This has been going on for a long time. It's just crazy how everyone just stays quiet about it. Yeah. Damn, you see. I mean, to go back to to that question that I asked, I mean, I I do feel that, yeah, I mean, you, you may have good, done some good things. Thank you for helping out uh, humanity, but uh, uh, checks in the mail. The door's Cut right loose, over Jack. there. Cut loose, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, you I'm like, yo. Um, Stop trying to act like. Checks in the oh, mail. Door's right oh, over man. there. He's Get like, the yo, fuck you're out. You're an asshole, man. And, like, what really is crazy is that why the fuck isn't anybody taking out any of this, like, Aggression? Aggression and shit on the fucking studios that continued hiring him, even right. though they had all these problems. Nobody's bringing any of that shit up because, because they're getting paid yeah, by them. That's right? Yeah, because... They don't want any shit coming on them. They want it all on the one dude, you know? Like, it's not... Like, it's not let's, go, let's, go, like uh, let's go, like... Let's go, like... Let's play this as... As fair as possible, right? Let's play this like... Um, we don't see anything kind of mm-hmm. shit. I think what the studios are doing is they're just playing that whole little... Oh, I don't see anything. 
Like it's like a fucking wrestler. <laughs> it's like a referee for a wrestling fight. Like a turns world. around, look at somebody like, and threw a cup at him. This motherfucker doing? had a chair. <laughs> How did you not see the fucking chair? He hit the guy in the head. I, my my back was turned. I didn't see it. He got a ladder. You Why is see he him bleeding? The fucking I didn't from, see it. Yeah. And it's like you didn't see it. Look at the fucking replay. There's video footage. I didn't see it. So that's why I feel like the the studios are doing. But I mean, there there are some changes that are happening. There are some things that are going on, like um, I mean, we just found out about this uh, Augustina, Augustina, so, yeah, that Augustino. Was, so yeah, this is pretty much a good segue <laughs> into the next topic, which is uh, Asia Argento. Asia Argento, you are so funny. Is, uh, <laughs> Asia Argento is actually um, one of the origins of the whole hashtag Me Too movement. Um, she was one of the first people to come out with allegations against Harvey Weinstein. She had that fucking awesome speech. Yeah, and. Uh, it was it was just recently um, surfaced. It recently surfaced that uh, she allegedly had a sexual relationship with an actor who, at the time, was seventeen years old. She is denying it. She denied it. I mean, let me correct myself. Yeah. She denied it. But now a photo was released of them both naked, like in bed, <laughs> taking a selfie together, and that actor is now claiming that uh, she paid him to stay quiet all these years. Mm-hmm. Boy, how the tables have turned. Um, so what are you guys' uh, thoughts about that? I mean, no, this, this thing. I feel like if we go digging around every single fucking male actor and female actor's closet for all these little dead skeletons that are all of a sudden now stepping up and saying, hey, I've been getting oh, money wait. under the table for This happened in 2013. <laughs> this happened in uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, just, I just remembered how long ago that was. I'm like, oh, that was like last year, <laughs> 2013. God damn. I mean... They're they're saying like what uh what what actually took place and yeah she uh reached a financial settlement after Bennett claimed Ar- uh, Argento p- performed blah 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 engagement and intercourse in 2013 when he was 17 and she was 37 in California. Now, like, I, I I do have to say the like age of consent. You know I do like I do support the Me Too movement I do think that if anyone is being like sexually assaulted or anything they do need to speak up and I think everyone needs to listen when they when they want to speak up um, but like Pat you were telling me the other day you were on set and a whole bunch of women yeah there was um like I was on set and it just seemed like a whole bunch of like women not only women because there was also like a it was gay dudes. There were regular. There were regular dudes. It was like the set was just filled with like sexual innuendos. You know, there's this thing called. There was female, no windows in that window. There's this thing called female Viagra. Have you guys heard of it? No. Apparently, it actually does kind of get them a get little them randy. Wrong. Yeah, a little randy. That's yeah. what you call it. I like calling it that. We use this. Not too many people use it, man. <laughs> just like you know, groovy and cool. Yeah. Who says cool anymore? Everybody says cool. Yeah, maybe you're right. All right. Yeah. No, but um yeah, like while well, I was on set and um that was it was like it was it was like one of those things. Like everything was innuendo, everybody was like saying promiscuous thing. But uh I didn't feel like like uh frightened by it or anything like that. But then at that point that's where I understood why uh the Me Too movement and everything was uh, important because the fact, the reason why I didn't feel like like scared or timid is because I know for a fact that there ain't no goddamn way if I was in a room with one of these people that they're they're not gonna try to attack me because uh, I have I have a upper hand on them. I can actually I can actually you know fight one of these motherfuckers. You know, like it, given the chance to. And I know it's all it's it's all in fun. You know, they're just saying like. They're just saying like uh, sweet things to you. It's all in fun, but for a woman to go through that kind of stuff, knowing that you know they not saying that women are like powerless or anything like that, but it's like if a guy was to try to push themselves upon you and you mm-hmm. can't you, you can't outpower them or anything like that, you're just gonna feel you know powerless. You're gonna be powerless in that situation. So what can you do, kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And you're just gonna be fucking scared. And I yo. That's how women feel 24-7-365. So that's why I'm like, okay, I fully understand. Like, before, I thought I understood the whole Me Too movement because I'm like, yeah, 
let them get let them get their shit. Let them get their their shit off so so everybody else can, you know, equality. Mm-hmm. But now since like I was in that situation where it was just happening all over the place and I was perfectly comfortable with it because I'm like, uh, I mean, it's just words kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But feeling like, wait, the reason why I feel like that is because I know for a fact that that's as far as it's going to go. It's never going to go any further unless I want I, I want I want to push it that that uh, that far. But what happened if I what happened if I had no choice kind of shit? Well, you know, it's also danger. Also, like I don't know how you feel, but mm-hmm. whenever I'm around, like during the workplace, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of chicks all like you know kind of being girls or whatever, you know, and just saying a bunch of stuff that are kind of that's kind of crude. That's also a thing. That's that also is kind of crude. Okay. So there, there's there's actually more information that I didn't <laughs> know about the about um, involving Anthony Bourdain. Uh-huh. Apparently he was involved in all this. Mm. Um, let me read this. You can't, uh, you, you can't, you can't slander the dead, man. We already had that conversation. Yep. That's it's why I was saying leave my, my my notebook and everything as is because nobody can't slander me if I'm dead. So <laughs> this is what this uh, article says. Uh, this is according to an article on MovieWeb.com, uh, written by Kevin Berwick. It says Asia Argento has released a statement in response to the allegations that she sexually assaulted actor Jimmy Bennett when he was 17 years old. The actress denies any wrongdoing and claims that a payment was made so Bennett would stop harassing her and then boyfriend Anthony Bourdain. Argento claims that it was Bourdain's idea to pay off Bennett. Just to get him to go away and say that the young actor was trying to extort them. Bennett was initially seeking over $3 million in damages, but settled for $380,000. In a new statement, Asia Argento alleges that she and Jimmy Bennett were if only I'm friends. If I'm looking for $3 million, I'm not selling for $300,000. <laughs> I'm just saying like At just least $1.5 million, right? At least. At least half. At least half. Have some fucking dignity. I, I need more zeros. <laughs> like, I need more um, zeros. So, in a new statement, Asia Argento alleges that she and Jimmy Bennett were only friends, which ended uh, when he began harassing her and Anthony Bourdain. Argento says that Bennett was going through severe money problems when he made his claim against her. Court filings indicate that Bennett also attempted to sue his parents for millions of dollars around the same time. Damn, this kid. This kid. Kid's a bit of shit. Let me look up this kid. Oh, wait a minute. getting his. I'm reading some more. And TMZ published text on Wednesday. A a legend between Argento and her friend talking about Bennett's claims. Fuck that friend, first and foremost. Who, if they uh, put the the text message out there. Um, And the reported incident. In the text, Argento denies knowing Bennett was a minor at the time until... He contacted her and Bourdain last fall. She also uh, allegedly says she felt weird after the two had sex and pointed out that uh, the the legal age of consent is 15 in France and Italy. If you have to back up what you did by saying some laws that in another country or something, that's like saying like... um, He's all right. Like it's like uh, I'm gonna say some some jockey shit right now. It's like uh, you broke the guy's leg, and he was like, "Yo, but he was out of bounds, you, right? You know he didn't sound, catch the ball, you know what right?" It sounds like to me. Sounds like to me that this kid wants some money. She ended up paying him it. Uh, she didn't give a fuck that he was whatever age. But she's saying all this well, shit she, now because I have she's got to say it now. Like I'd be saying shit now too. I'd be saying, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'd say everything, it's, man. All it's this a shit, thing. all this shit. Uh, Anthony Bourdain, the guy who's fucking dead. They ain't gonna get shit from him. So that story they that could, we just fucking they could created. Still, could they still get okay? stuff from him? Or no? no, we can't, man. They can't get shit. Yeah, I mean, even if they text do, messages, it doesn't matter. maybe emails. He's dead. Yeah. Remember we said that. But he's she's, dead. Yeah. she's <laughs> giving his criminal. But honestly, seventeen. She she's fly. I get it. He all oh, he was taking advantage of. You know which movie? Form, he, I, I I look at his I face. Know. You know, I was like, man, where have I seen this kid? I've seen him somewhere. So too, in Star Trek, in the movie, the first movie, Star Trek, he plays the young version of of Captain Kirk when he's being chased by the police, mm-hmm. and he jumps out of the car when oh, he falls yeah. out of the Kirk. That's him. That's, that's him. That's the kid. When did that come out? That was two thousand. That's the first Star Trek, right? No, no, no. Two thousand nine, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I think nine or ten. Two thousand nine. Let me see. He was the kid in the car. Yeah. Two thousand nine. You're right. You're 2009. correct. Yeah. Two thousand nine. He's a good actor. I like that scene. <laughs> he was in that one. Yeah, it was. That uh, stretch out <laughs> was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. But yeah, like, damn. I mean. And two thousand two. That was the same year that X uh, XXX came out. Triple X. 
that's when we first saw her. But on that movie, when she was, when she was making that movie, that's when she got sexually harassed by Harvey Weinstein. And that goes back to the hurt people hurt people. Hmm. If we want to, if we want to just, this if we want to connect the strings, the red strings onto this fucking uh, board of sexually assaulted people, sexually assault people, we can basically connect this to everything. Goes back to Harvey Weinstein, hmm. just like the the Kevin the Kevin Bacon thing. So a decade later, the, they the had Bacon, interaction. Yeah, because she was sexually assaulted by uh, by Harvey Weinstein while we're making um, two thousand two triple triple two thousand two, and she must have been. She must have felt some way. She needed some vindication. Took it out on this little guy, 17 years old. 10 years old. This later. Star Trek, uh, young Kirk, if you will. She took it out on this guy. Boom. That's what happened. I mean, it, it, He's living a, up to the fucking captain. Captain Kirk does everything. It just... Green, purple, blue, you know, gold. The thing that, the thing that that has got that, no boundaries. The guy can fuck a squid. He doesn't care. It's <laughs> Captain Kirk. He's in space. True. Fair enough. He started when he was young, apparently. So, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, sorry, I don't mean make light of the situation. But no, like no. the seventeen, like you're put yourself honest, in seventeen-year-old you, seventeen-year-old me. We the only reason but why like, you, you make know, light of, but it's crazy. Like, sorry, man. The, the I don't reason know. why the reason why I brought up the women like harassing you on that side is like, mm. is there gonna be a Me Too movement for guys? No, there there no. is. Remember, there, there was a. I think I the Me Too movement is supposed to encompass everybody, right? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it doesn't it's seem that way, though. to, but it's not. Doesn't seem that it's way. Not. That's you see, because I'm we'll I'm, see with I'm this. still on the we'll outside. See how this all works. Here's here's the thing, because I'm still on the outside. We're we're all on the outside looking in, because mm-hmm. first and foremost, I hope that we don't have any sexual uh, assault allegations headed our way or anything like that. As far as I know, there is nothing. There's our slates are clean, right? So it's like one of those things, like uh, you're boarding a plane, mm-hmm. and they're trying to see if you got viruses, kind of shit. I don't, they don't do this, but you know they they they're buzzing you, seeing if you you're carrying any weapons, and you're like, oh, I'm good. So you're not gonna worry about it anymore, cause you no longer have to to worry about the security, cause they already know that you're good, everybody's clean, kind of thing. Like remember Terry Crews came out and it was saying like, yo, he got fondled, man. Yeah, and- by that guy. But that guy got the fuck out of there. They got that guy the fuck out of there. But like, what else happened to like him? Disappeared. But you know, I also heard that Terry Crews and him had like a relationship. No, that that is not what That's happened. What I heard, man. Who told you that? I heard it on um, something about how Terry Crews was a little bit another guy. Like it was a relationship. It wasn't no bullshit. Well, all I heard Maybe was, it was that spread he. Rumors. I'm sorry, Terry <laughs> Crews. I love your fucking movies. I don't care. What, all I know is that whatever, uh, what you whatever, call it, whatever, man. He went Doesn't to a matter. party and then this guy just grabbed, which is like to me, it's like. What the fuck is going on at that party? Eyes wide shut, kind of shit. Like, Another movie that I haven't seen, but I get the big, reference. For him to be that big and not fucking pummel somebody. But he, but at that point, that's Could when you that, imagine that's that? the thing that I was talking about. Crazy. Like, that's crazy self control. You're powerless because if you punch this dude, nobody saw this guy grab you, dude. You're African American. You're gonna punch this you're producer. Huge. You know, automatically they're gonna think that oh he just had a He's black going moment. To prison. Yeah, He's going to prison. oh he just he just acted blackly. Let's shoot him or let's just take his ass to prison, kind of shit. And he's never gonna get working at uh in that. What if he got like all crazy, like seriously? You want to grab my like all fucking jack? Like you want to grab still, my dick? Still doesn't mean nothing because grab my dick, my at buddy? that point, at that point, you're still a black dude yelling at uh, uh, nobody a hears what you're saying. They guy. just see a big black person. That's getting it. Upset. That's it. And. Huh. It, it made perfect sense. Like I'm, I understand why people are like now coming That's out sad. because right now they got they got what's that shit called? Farther, or farther. You know they they got a little they got like some some flames. Now they can actually get some power, you know, in their chops and actually say some shit. Fanning now. the flames. Yeah, because now it's like okay, now he wants to come out and say some shit because. I know it must have been eating him up inside when he must have like watched that that uh that award show and then she got on the mm. mic and just started just spewing out yo we get um i want everybody to promise that harvey weinstein won't go to sundance because harvey weinstein used that as his breeding ground or i forgot what she said something like that but those mm. words were like yeah you know when, when you listen to her say that shit, I'm like yeah get that motherfucker the fuck out of here she's an excellent actress but then you find out that she's doing the same thing does that take away some of the sting of what she said no, I think you should carry it all in. It's called karma. Yeah, but you know, it's called if the person who's doing the speech, if the person who's doing the speech mm-hmm. saying like, "Oh, we the people need to fight tyranny and shit like that," 
if they're part of the tyranny, if they're part of the yeah. government, like does her is her statement still valid? Uh, one, I don't think she wrote it. You don't I'm think just so? Kidding. <laughs> no, but do you? Think I wanted that, to be a dick just now. Yes, nah, but do you um, think that? I think it takes away from. It takes away a little bit of the of the the power, the sting that it had. You know what I mean? Towards those people, because it's like, oh, she's doing it too. Like if you if you're one of these people who are out here just just going out there just uh, dick out for for everybody kind of shit, you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh, she's doing it too. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Hmm. She takes out. I'm not saying I know. Yo, I, people I got shit saying. in their history. I get what people you're got a lot of shit in their the history. Kid, had all this happen, but you know he also accepted the paycheck. He also she's accusing him of of, of whatever remember, this bullshit. Remember the those Olympic remember those know. Olympic women who uh, they took a a settlement for those gymnastic for the, the twenty five thousand that twenty five thousand and yeah, then it was to like keep yo quiet from all the sexual harassment from the doctor right yeah and then they said oh you got over two hundred fifty women yeah that's what it came out to be and you remember we we're, were saying like yo this should be like a fucking GoFundMe. To, to pay off all fuck, these people. Fuck all that shit. We're like, going to go and pay your, your yeah, fine. Yeah, we'll pay that shit. And you come out and you say the real deal. You say, what, what the you? fuck happened? Because if that's the case, we'll just pay all that shit kind yeah. of stuff. Because automatically, that the fact that you got paid just to stay quiet, I think that's evidence of no, and alone. It, it wasn't a small uh, amount. No, it was a lot. 380000 Yeah, and it was like a lot the of little girls who doing? the motherfucker was what talking is she and doing? shit like that. She can go ahead and just Oh, you're talking about, uh yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like she played a lot of money, but she was supposed to. Three eighty. He was looking for three million. Three eighty. I don't give a fuck. No, three eighty. I'd settle for three. Yeah, fuck yeah. Give me that. I. You guys are like one point five million. Fuck that. Three eighty. Well, you got I mean, me. You, you got to think of the mind of someone that's in Hollywood though. Like three eighty is then, like chump like, change. How long ago did he Not do this extortion? We're how talking. Long ago was that? We're talking Anthony Bourdain and yeah. Uh, how long ago did he get as, the settlement? As Guardian, what's her name? How long did he get the? How long ago did he get the settlement? Like was it right after oh, the fucking Me Too shit, or was it prior to the Me no, Too? No, this shit? was prior. Yeah, this was like two thousand. So imagine if he would have held out and waited for the Me Too movement and her come out of the speech, and then him come in for the extortion. I don't know. I I, uh, I feel bad that the kid, if he did get taken advantage of, got taken advantage of. However, he got a major payday. Uh, she is not a doesn't seem like a very horrible person. Seems like somebody got hurt a while ago. By a guy that's been hurting a lot of people, that we're all gonna kind, of, and we're gonna probably find out that a lot of people that got hurt by him have been hurting other people. Well, she she you know, that's, said that's, that the public knows nothing, only what uh what the media's the New York Times wrote, which is one sided. She alleged uh, she allegedly wrote in a text, according to TMZ, the horny kid jumped me. That was she, she paid wrote. him three eighty, and they have a nice cool picture of them being naked and shit. That seems like a cool relationship, man. I think the kid had a great time. I think they both had a great time. Maybe it fell off. Maybe she discovered a real man, Anthony Bourdain, because this guy's a fucking world traveler. Dick slinging, food eating, whatever he wants. Right? Dick but anyways, it doesn't matter. Dick slinging, I, I honestly, I really don't think... I, I don't... <laughs> so how long ago did the, this whole thing... In 2012? It was a one-night thing. Like, they... Apparently, they were friends... Uh, that was what she said. She said they were they were friends and shit like that. I don't believe Hollywood people. When they they say were cool. We were oh, these are Hollywood people, man. You know, Hollywood friends are not like regular friends. So six years ago, that occurred. Yes, this happened uh, 2013. I think 13, 12, 13. They settled. Uh, they settled in 2013. I think the speech was very good. I think she delivered it perfectly and. Does all of this probably take away from that message? I don't think so because you know this message is exactly is out there. this is exactly like what Hollywood wants everybody to get distracted with was like oh this lady she came out look at she's doing this horrible shit with this kid let's totally le- delegitimize this movement that's occurring because we only got how many guys out already many, I don't know if, I don't like think handful? this has anything to do with Hollywood per but, se but do you think that he waited till now dude, to say media. something because that Anthony thing, Bourdain killed himself and he's probably gonna think like oh people are gonna think that Anthony Bourdain killed himself because he knew about all this stuff and there was probably Ooh. darker stuff and that it, he did that, it out of guilt and I don't know I don't know cause hmm. what, hmm. from from uh, what I've uh, Damn, what I've listened to fuck, what, what I've dark. listened to in, was he um, by himself wait was he by himself when he committed suicide went down? Yeah. and was he like in the same country as her or they were like totally different separate parts of the world oh he was in another country he was he was filming. He was at the end of filming his uh, 
like uh, his season or some shit like that, right? Oh, I don't Damn. Know. I gotta look into that. Yeah, but for the most part, um, the the what you call it? Um, I don't know, man. I really felt like this kid. I'm just going off of like just a timeline kind of thing, trying to be a detective over here. Mm -hmm. And I'm really thinking that this kid saw her speech that she did last year or the beginning of this year, and he it moved him to go at his accuser. Maybe that's what happened. It moved him to go at his uh, at his accuser, and then. He was like, "Yo, I got something to say to." He, he's how old now? Like twenty three, twenty four. You know what? Maybe he's maybe he doesn't have any money. And then he was like, "Yo, let's get a New York Times on the phone." He say, "I got a story for you guys that uh, Asgardian Asia Asgardian she sexually assaulted me uh, in two thousand twelve." Here's my payout. Here's the photo. Here's the photo and everything. Peace out, everybody. If you guys give me the money, if you yeah. guys give me this amount of money, because three hundred thousand dollars. That's not going to last long in Hollywood. Apparently, this guy is not getting work. He's. Uh, but that scene was epic. That scene was epic, but apparently he's not getting work, and he comes on tough times. And well, he's going to pay back that three hundred something dollars, is he not? I don't think so. Because he broke the contract. That's a settlement. Oh, it's a settlement. It's a settlement, yeah. Settlement, settlement, but, right? Wait, so but, she she agreed to pay him that, so he could do whatever. He so wants he could shut him. the fuck up. So he so oh I don't know what the terms and conditions are of the yeah. settlement but it's because his money it's, now. I th- oh, I'm thinking like the it same thing the contract, about the the Olympic uh, women who were like they were they got paid they got they got paid hush money I think they got a lot more than what the fine was yeah but they got paid like five hundred thousand and stuff like okay that. so because you remember I would shut the fuck up because like, yeah because those Olympic women they were saying like oh we got paid like five hundred thousand like one of them was saying like she got paid like five hundred for for hush money. And then when we said that whole thing about, yo, there should be like a GoFundMe so we could just pay these girls to just start speaking up. But they're not gonna. No, but then some celebrities already beat us to it and are like, yo, I'll pay that. You know, I ain't got no money. I can't be like, oh, I, I got that check. <laughs> I take that tab. But, you know, they start doing that for these for these women. So now they're like, okay, cool. Now they got that, that fucking doctor the fuck out of here. I think he went to jail and shit like that. So, I mean, I, that's what I'm thinking that this guy... Is gonna have to pay back that three hundred something because he didn't settle. It's like, oh, you you breach a contract or something like that, right? Is it not? I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on the terms and conditions. So. Yeah, but it just seems like it's all. <laughs> That's talking about like, I want to know. We're not lawyers. We're, We're not, not lawyers, lawyers, man. <laughs> We're not lawyers by one bit. But um, we have to see the contract. Um, I'm not gonna. I don't want to take any more sting from this whole movement thing, lad. But I'm gonna say it as a guy, Pat. As me, I'm not sure what everybody else thinks, but me being if I was uh, 17 years old and Asia Artinia was to 30 year old, if she was 30 years old, oh my gosh, she's going to show me the world. I'm going to, me personally, I'm going to think that she's going to. I found a gold mine. She wants me? Oh, I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> and I'm not saying anything. Unless she'd be like, oh, you know, um, However, if it was his first time... She don't even got to pay me hush money, bro. If it was his first time... I'm staying quiet, bro. One of two things. If it was his first time, I kind of feel kind of bad for him a little bit. No, nah, apparently mm-hmm. she... But if it wasn't his first time... Why I'm would giving, you I'm feel... Well, a big well, thumbs up. Why would you feel was, bad I don't know, because maybe the like... Dude was a Captain Kirk. Maybe he actually was actually taken advantage of. So you think that was his first time? However, he was fucking Captain Kirk, man. He was getting... He was getting... He was 17, and he was, he was an actor in Hollywood. It wasn't his first time. You know how many girls... He had his first gig, first like, shit. three or four years ago as Captain Kirk, and he was still in Hollywood? Wait, he was... This was just Kirk. Okay, James. He oh, wasn't a captain yet. Tiberius. Let's, let's be serious, guys. <laughs> James Enterprise. Tiberius Kirk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was Tiberius at the time. So, I mean, and then you over here, you, you meet her at a party. Dog, this is like... This is like a story that you you brag that about you, that you dream fucking, about when you're like a little kid, like yeah. oh, you know. But then some, he took the negative route, man. He went because he tried to get money from his parents, which is bananas, millions of dollars, yeah. balls. Kids got balls. <laughs> and then uh, he get, he extorts her for three eighty. I don't know. I think the kids uh, he's hitting home runs, man. <laughs> and I I and like I said pays though. You. That's the thing that's crazy. It's like, but for her to have the nerve to come out and do that speech, that's kind of fucked up. I think all of this karma shit 
That is kind of fucked up. How dare you? The audacity. That, How that, dare you? It's like, she's got a set of balls, too, man. Figuratively. Ovaries. Figuratively. She got a set of ovaries. Huge ovaries. Because she stood up there in front of fucking the entire country and gave the speech. Because literally everybody saw it. Not on the when it actually happened. She stood up there like her after. shit don't stink. Right. Like your shit don't stink. And she's like, blah, 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 Weinstein, Billy, and all the other people. Right? Like, yeah, but she's been... She been that's the hurt, that goes back to the hurt people hurt. Everything is full circle, man. It goes back to the hurt people hurt people. And she was hurt by Harvey Weinstein. She hurt this kid, which I don't think she did. I think this kid just wants money, man. That's that's my my heart is there, dude. Like, not even my heart. My brain is there. Like, I'm thinking this as a detective, even though I never detected anything in my life. But I really, Detective Pat is on the case, and I'm really feeling like he needed some money. He's short on change. He lives in Hollywood. Uh, which uh, New York Times was gonna give him, I don't know, probably like another five hundred thousand just for this fucking story. He releases that fucking story. Now he got money again. To me, oh man, I don't want to say it because he is a, he he is technically a victim. But he seems like he's coming out with aces. He's winning in all all categories. He was Tiberius Kurt. He got a beautiful woman to to have sex with him at seventeen years mm-hmm. old. Um, she gave him money. She also said that in other countries, 15 and 16. 15, 15 but then 16. you take that same mentality and you see that bullshit about over in France that fucking with kids now, girls, little girls, the age of consent is fucking 13, 13, 15. With, with parental. So just because another fucking parental, government or some other country. Parental consent okay, is, is 13. But just disgusting. as you, as disgusting. by yourself. That's disgusting. No, it's disgusting. disgusting. It is the fucking disgusting. And, you know, but these are all the same societies that want us to be just like them. Do you dig? Fuck the world, man. USA. 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 And I think that the fucking, all of the uh, the Me Too movement, I mm-hmm. think it needs to keep going. Get everybody. Even the people that are saying, Me Too, Me Too, Me Too, right? Check them out. Check those motherfuckers <laughs> out, man. Because the wolves, the wolves don't fucking, they're not, they're not out in the fucking field. They're with the sheep, dude. The wolves are with the sheep. Don't fucking lose that thought. The wolves are with the sheep. Exactly. Um, uh, other new, uh, news that we're going to cover but it's going to be lightly um netflix is um they're starting to add they're testing ads for their tv shows like uh let's say that you're watching a netflix uh something on netflix at the end of your tv show that you're watching they're going to show like an ad for a netflix original so let's say that you're watching the office in between the episodes not not during the episode, you won't get like an ad when it goes to black, and you won't get that. At the end of the episode, when they're giving you the number of the countdown, which everybody apparently people don't even like the fucking countdown, they just want to get straight to it. You can't, you can't make everybody happy, but uh, they're gonna show you like you're gonna see an orange, the new black, which is probably gonna be like a 30 second trailer for orange, the, the new season Can of you orange. Skip the, it though? You could, it is skippable. Oh, okay. It is skippable, but Eventually. you see the fact that it's skippable. This is how they. This is how they started. You know, <laughs> first they started because like it people, is skippable. People don't like the fact that you're waiting, right? So people what they did like is they in- people just want to get to the shows. Boom, boom, boom. But they introduced people the waiting even to mad. see what your tolerance Yo, level dude, is. People are man. even mad at the Think three seconds. Algorithms. Or the four you guys talking about man. algorithms yet yeah. earlier? Mm-hmm. They were first doing the pause between each episode to see where your tolerance level is. Where you're like, fuck this, man. Let's go to the next one, right? Mm-hmm. So then they got that after like a year or two or however many years they've been doing it. And now they're like, okay, you know, we're just going to we're just gonna throw that little fucking advertisement out there. And, and if you like it, you can, you can pass it or you can watch it. And then now they're going to get it down to where, okay, everybody can tolerate about five seconds. Five second clip. Well, they're testing Boom. it out. Okay, here's they're testing the it out now. That's it. Um, I haven't, Brilliant. I haven't received any of it at all. But um, it takes me back to when Hulu first uh, was released, mm-hmm. and their whole advertisement was commercial free TV. That was like the big advertising that. That's Hulu what had. cable was originally. Yeah. The original cable was you pay monthly, so you won't crazy. get commercials. You won't get it's commercial free. Out the window. Like you won't get no ads. Very quick. And but that that model's unsustainable. Yeah, then Hulu, yeah, it's, it's unsustainable. But Hulu eventually what you call it, it was like, oh, okay, now we're gonna add we're gonna add like one ad. You get one ad mm-hmm. in your your Hulu. Mm-hmm. 
And it was like, you'll get it right in the middle. And I remember when I when I received my first ad, I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. This is not the show. And then uh, they start adding, oh, you get two ads. Now, one ad, which was only 30 seconds, ended up being a minute long. Then it was five minutes long. Mm-hmm. And then they cut it down to like three different ads that are in one and that are in one show. Then they said, if you watch this uh, one this uh, five minute ad before your show, you won't get no ads in your show. So now you gotta start bargaining. I'm like, well, at first you guys said I wasn't gonna get no ads at all. Now I'm getting fucking ads, which is starting to piss me off. But I'm gonna watch my five minutes so I won't get no goddamn the no ads within my TV show, which is stupid because if you rewind the episode, it negates. <laughs> it doesn't do it, right? It negates that if, whole. If you jump forward or jump back, it doesn't. It's play gonna either. add those ads that you you previously already, already watched. Because it's that that little that. So dash. this whole thing is like I hope a lot more people are like vocal about this. Not more than the Me Too movement or anything like that. But I'm just saying as a viewer, I hope more people are uh, what you call it. Get on this because I really don't want to see fucking ads in between me watching my TV shows. They already do it at the end of your movies. Like, as soon as your movie is over, yeah. they say, oh, this is a Netflix original that you want to watch. And it counts down from 15 seconds. Frontier. Even though, yeah, even though it's, um, they're all skippable. Like, you could just skip to the next thing. But it's like, eh, the movie's already over. Let's just see what the fuck they want me to watch here. You might watch the trailer. You may not even watch it. It, it makes sense. Yeah. For movies. Because mm-hmm. it's a trailer. Yeah. I don't like it when it does a TV show because then you get the fucking same TV show advertisement that you get on fucking commercial, but it's on the fucking Netflix. No, I got Netflix to keep it fucking for movies. And they're like, okay, let's throw some series at you. Pay, no, you know what no, they're going to do? I don't want to see. They're no going to do the same thing that Hulu did. You right. have to pay an extra, extra $3 yeah. to not for no to ads. avoid ads. To avoid But that's just up I'm not going to do that. That's that's like it's it's hidden upcharging. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. Now, now if Netflix starts to add ads that are like uh, tied with Bleach mm. or It's or, only a matter of time, man. The, it's the, only a matter of time. The more people want to make True. more money, fair man. Enough, fair enough. There is some I can see that happening. Hey Netflix, here's a message to you. Instead of fucking Even though, taking on ads, why don't you make better shows? And more no, people even buy though, your fucking no, no, your product, man. Netflix already outbeat uh, Disney for I forgot what it was <laughs> for like for, for uh, oh my gosh I forgot what it was but it, I spoke about it on the previous no it podcast. was revenue it was revenue they yeah, beat for the revenue. revenue so it's like how much money do you need Netflix for just not just Google money just just based off of media they already beat them. Off of that, not Disney pure based on like it was uh, subscriptions, yeah, right. subscriptions, like uh, not, not subscriptions, but just like giving out media, like media content. Netflix already beat them out, like they beat them, I think it was like three months ago because mm-hmm. we already discussed this on a previous podcast. And while I was editing that, re editing that podcast, I was like, Was that right? <laughs> I had to look that shit up and I'm like, yeah. Oh, I guess that was right. So I don't know how much money they want, but apparently, they want the fucking world. Uh, it's looking like 10 years from now, there's only going to be like Amazon, Disney, Netflix, and Apple. That's going to be our overlords. So everybody's either going to be working for so all like, of those companies. But if we I've all... actually worked for Disney before. <laughs> <laughs> we're all aware so of this. So that's kind of funny to me. We're all You've aware worked of this for Amazon before. You want a gig with Martin? Yeah, I did like an Amazon commercial. No, I never no, worked on that one. eBay commercial. I didn't work on that oh. one. No. Wait, how'd you do? Oh, because you did the Disney Cruise. Yeah, that's right. I did the Disney Cruise, and I also did the Toy Story. I did the Toy Story uh, commercial with the with the Green Men, the Green Soldier Men, Green Army Men. Did that one. Uh, I gave an injection to uh, the lead uh, character and burned uh, notice. Burn notice. Burn notice. Yeah. Word. Mm-hmm. That's when they were shooting it down. It was here? a while ago. Yeah, a while ago. That shit. You know, they don't got Crazy. no production like, down here, man. Production like like studio gigs down here. There was a time where it was like there was a pop. And yeah, that was that's when they're doing like fucking burn notice yeah, and shit. Everybody like moved that. to Georgia. Yeah, they got better rules. Not better. Yeah, it's better rules, man. Dude, well, they have a they better got incentives and, and shit. Yeah. And man, also, there's not a sucks. fucking million counties in one or a million cities in one county. It's also yeah. a lot cheaper to film there mm-hmm. too. There in uh, Louisiana. Yeah. Um. I think we can so, go to suggested now. You want to get into suggested? Who wants to go first? How many minutes are we at? 
We're at a forty-four. Okay, um, <laughs> I suggested it. Um, Smoking Aces Two, avoid it. <laughs> That's my suggestion. <laughs> avoid it. Wasn't a good movie. All it does have that uh, beautiful woman um, from uh, Altered Carbon in it before she got the nose job that Pat so poignantly pointed out. Um, I'm not Martha saying. Elba Higuereta. You know what? You know what? <laughs> I'm shouting out. I I want to meet you, Martha. I think you're beautiful. Um, That's an old person. And I see that. Too. I don't think she's. Uh, I don't think she's married. She's not married. She's currently single. What's up, Martha? How are you doing? Anyways, so Avoid Smoking Ages 2, that was not a good movie. It was released in, um, what year? Was it the same year that we were all talking about? 2010. Uh, it's an hour and 26 minutes. Avoid it. It's about assassins. It's just like Smoking Aces 1. If you saw part one and you loved it, avoid this one. It's going to make you sad. That's it. All right. Um, my uh, movie uh, is not a movie. It's a TV show. That was released uh, September 29th, 1985, and the final episode was April 10th, 1987. Executive producer was Steven Spielberg, Network of Choice, NBC. The show is called Amazing Stories. It's an anthology series featuring unreal uh, fantasy and horror stories a la Twilight Zone. Each short story was all-inclusive and many featured famous actors. Steven Spielberg uh, served as executive producer on the show, which aired for only two seasons, but I remember watching this thing a lot. Uh, the show was pretty fucking awesome. Um, they had a it was lot brilliant. of... Yeah, the only reason why I bring this show up is because uh, we were talking about Danny DeVito earlier, and there was an episode that him and uh, his wife which uh, forgot it, forgot it. Danny. Uh, amazing stories. It had an awesome opening um, for its time, and um, yeah, the uh, it was just an amazing the, the the tune. The opening tune is so iconic. The moment you hear it, you're gonna be like, oh my god, that that show. Yeah. But you don't think of amazing like the title, amazing stories. The name of uh, the episode that had Danny DeVito was called the Wedding Ring, and you put on. That's what happened. Everybody who put on, every female who put on this ring becomes a widow. And what they do is they become like madly in love with the partner and they end up just killing them, kind of thing. Mm. You know? So she puts on the wedding ring and uh, <laughs> Danny's videos tries to uh, fend off his uh, his wife. Then she come at him with a butcher knife. Yeah, she come at him with a butcher Classic. knife. There was a scene, you know. There's always this one scene that if somebody's coming at somebody with a butcher knife, that they always no. have like they always have like a weird thing to try to block the hit. So he had like a, a pillow, board? like oh, a, a pillow, a pillow. and it, it all for some reason in movies the, the pillows always full with like goose down feathers yeah. kind of shit. Which pop. I've never seen a pillow. I'm the, maybe They're I'm not, not that rich. I'm not that rich. They're not comfortable. I don't. I don't have goose down feathers in my pillows. But you know, they, they just went everywhere. He finally got the ring off, and uh, they rekindled their love, kind of thing. But it's a pretty good uh, TV show. Everybody should give it a watch. Uh, I forgot what's her name. It's definitely rated G, because this was shown in the early 1990s, like early 1990s. And it was on uh, NBC, you said? NBC. NBC. So it was on NBC. So that's like a family network big time in the 1990s, right? Re- yeah. Yeah. So. Ree Perlman, who was... Uh, his wife. Yeah, his wife. She was also... She was she was the, the wife on uh, the show. Apparently, they've done a lot of movies together. I didn't know that, but it's pretty cool that they did. Matilda, as you said before. Yeah. Cheers. They're also on Taxi, weren't they? So recently, um, it was actually announced last year, mm-hmm. uh, Steven Spielberg uh, signed a contract with NBC and Apple to hmm. recreate. Uh, you know that means amazing stories. So MacBook it's going to be Pro. So no, it, like Apple's trying to do their own streaming service, yeah. like Netflix and all of that. Oh, so really? this is going to be one of the shows. Yo, off fuck of out of here, dude! Fuck out of here. Every time I hear somebody else trying to do another streaming service, I just here. see ten dollars run through my head, and I'm like, "Fuck out of here!" Another That's something bill. that I'm not going to fucking sign up for because it's like ten dollars here, ten dollars. But there. we're gonna end up signing up. I'm not signing up. <laughs> that Disney thing. That Disney, I was like, "Nah, fuck that." But then I'm thinking about, I'm like, <laughs> "You're gonna have all the Star Wars and all the Marvel shit." Yeah, I'm probably gonna sign up. 
I'm probably and it says it's not even going to be ten dollars. And like John Favreau is like making a Star Wars series that's going to be on that streaming they service. It, I'm like, oh. Man. But Disney is planning on buying out Hulu. These whole companies are really so. If they buy out Hulu, that might there. that mean that that might be their uh, their bed that they might just lay all their Disney shit on. I don't know how they could do that. How they could buy Hulu and like Hulu has like all these other networks companies. that owns all them, the, right? Like Universal, they have NBC stuff and Universal owns it and. I don't know, but if they do that, uh, that means I'm already subscribed to uh, Disney if they want to go about and do that kind of shit. So I'm on board if that's to happen. But if they want to add another bill to it, uh, I'm just going to wait for one of my friends or family members to get on there. And then I'm just going to be like, let me just bum. <laughs> let me just bum all that these, fucking subscription off all you, All these bro. companies literally doing the same fucking model as Netflix. And, and everybody keeps because on sucking tit. They keep when, on sucking Netflix, tit, man. It's like, when, okay. This one's coming out. Let me get that. This one's coming out. It's all the same as Netflix. When Netflix first came out, and when the they were giving out DVDs, we're they came that. out in the nineties. But when Netflix first came out and they were giving out like DVDs and mm-hmm. tapes and shit like that, people laughed at them when they were doing that kind of shit. Like, oh, you just you just uh, door to door kind of shit mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then when they start doing the streaming stuff, people were like freely would just giving them like, oh, you want this season? You want to just buy a season of this mm-hmm. stuff? Go, sure, sure. When that shit happened, and next thing you know, it, uh, Netflix decided to partner up with uh, with gamers, mm-hmm. like putting shit like, "Oh, you can get Netflix on Xbox and PlayStation and shit." When that happened, it was like, if you had that a game, yeah, because that's, that's when they started turning games it was into 360, like 360, right? Yeah, it was 360. That's when they say they start saying like, "Oh, your gaming system is more than uh, it's a, it's basically an entertainment system." PS2. Yeah, and then yeah. as soon as you start doing that shit, because on Xbox, Netflix was a place that, dude, back in the day, Netflix, uh, Xbox was a place that you, you know, you actually made friends online kind of shit because mm-hmm. you could watch Xbox, you could watch a Netflix on your Xbox and you can have like a theater that you can have like five of your friends in the theater watching Netflix show and y'all could just like just shoot the shit like that. This is the scene I'm fucking talking, uh, telling you about. This is what happens kind of hmm. shit. And they're like, oh man, that's fucking dope that you all are sharing you all sharing uh, the same kind of experience, but now it's totally different. But Netflix jumped on that shit, and now if you look at it now compared to it wasn't even that long ago. I would say like six, uh, ten years ago that they did that kind of stuff. Now it's like everybody's on a, a streaming platform, and nobody's making fun of Netflix now. Netflix is they're running shit. They are running shit. Everybody wants to do that Netflix kind of that. Netflix is like. How Atlanta the TV show is like you see how Atlanta the TV show uh, is out and if you talk to anybody who writes shit or like who has like a script or something they always say something like oh you know something like Atlanta Hmm. like oh I'm writing this series and it's something like Atlanta I'm like okay so everybody's (laughs) copying everybody everybody's just copying shit like I know it's a that's the way you know people work. It's like same thing everybody with the fucking to... Movie Pass, man, and the AMC and like but Movie, movie Pass, Pass dead, bit bro. off of AMC's model over in Europe, right in Canada, right? Is Not AMC, it was uh, Cine... Cinemia. Cinemia. Yeah. They bit so, off of Cinemia. So like you know. So an article recently came out that um, they they did research on how many people have been going to the movies. This year, sixty percent more people went to the movies, and it was because of Movie, movie Pass, Pass, Cinemia, yeah. and all those. I have to admit, I'm yo. Know, to be honest, I know the movie pass uh, they're gonna die, but I'm so happy that they came up with this model, that model because as a movie goer, we would have been living in that fucking fourteen dollar per movie 14, forever, fifteen twenty dollar movie, and I'm so happy that he came out with this fucking model because now it's like I can watch a movie and not be like God damn, but I also want to get something to eat. <laughs> now I could be like, yeah, I'm gonna watch a movie. And yes, I'm going to get something to eat. And it's going to help at the theater <laughs> increase, like, oh, hey, now we have enough money to fix the lights. Dude, because to be honest, when, <laughs> I, had, the, when, the I, when I had movie pass, I would go to the movies and I would buy a drink because I'm like, fuck it. You know, a uh, drink is only five bucks. I already paid for my movie pass. I'm spending five bucks every time I go to the movies. And I would go to the movies uh, two, three times, probably four times a month. Dude, they already got 40 bucks, 20 bucks from me. Sometimes even more, man. Because sometimes <laughs> if I haven't ate, nachos. I'm like, let me get some fucking nachos. Pot, let me get a some, hot dog? A hot dog, possibly. You know what? <laughs> hot dogs are tricky with movie theaters. Well, you don't want to get the you don't, want the... you don't want the one with the wrinkles on it. 
the that's, wrinkles? That's the, the, right, that's the one from the, that are dried up. up. They They've seem like you you biting into a pretzel and shit. <laughs> like an old person's finger. Yeah. That was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Good visualization. <laughs> I was about to say something a reference to what we were talking about back in the day. Uh, back. Uh, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to fucking say it. It's like uh, how that guy felt. Nah, let me not. Go ahead. Say your piece, man. <laughs> what? Go ahead. Say your piece. Um, I suggested. It, you know what? I don't even know why I'm suggesting this because everyone's seen this movie and everyone pretty much loves this No, but movie. you could watch it again. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is available on Netflix. This is Heat, directed by and produced by and written by Michael Caliente. Mann. <laughs> Michael Mann, starring the greats Al Pacino and Robert De Niro and probably the greatest uh, good guy, bad cop, good guy, bad guy duo roles in a movie ever uh, so far in film history because... Val Kimmer. Um... Val Kilmer is probably the best wild card I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, who else um, is in it? There's a few people in it. Oh, there's a lot of people, man. Tom Sizemore is in the Tom movie. Sizemore. Ashley Judd is in the movie. During his fucking John height, the peak, he was on that movie at the peak of his his addiction. You know, and Did for you know years, that? for years, people have always been wanting like a Grand Theft Auto movie. Just watch Heat. Fuck yeah, Heat is pretty much Grand Theft Auto. It's way better than Grand yeah. Theft Auto. In fact, Grand Theft Auto Five was influenced by this movie. A lot of the heists and the yeah, missions in Grand definitely. Theft Auto Five. Are modeled after this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even have to tell you guys what this movie's about. You know what the movie's about, but I watched it today before coming over here, and it just—I still get goosebumps. That the scene where Al Pacino and Robert De Niro are having coffee, and they're just looking at each other like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take you down. Yeah, I'm gonna take you down too." Like, this is uh, this is a great. movie about the the angels and the demons uh, fighting for um, you know <laughs> what because nobody's seen Heat but everybody's seen Heat everybody. you know what's funny <laughs> about that movie there's a there's a movie that came out recently that had 50 Cent in it is that the one where he's like really skinny no no he's supposed to be like a a big uh, Den of Thieves Den of Thieves yeah uh, it had 50 Cent in it it also had Gerard I think it's Gerard Butler he's the yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it had Gerard Butler in it and they it seems like they tried to do the same thing that Heat did. Because remember there was that scene in Heat where it was like, you right. see Al Pacino and his, and his crew. And then you see um, Robert De Niro, and, Robert his De Niro and his crew. And you see like they're all like... They're opposite. They're like, opposite. Like that, the bad guys are actually having yeah, a really good remember, time. Yeah, and the remember cops. you brought that up with the like, you could see how like the bad guys are like, oh, you know, they love their families. They're doing all this shit. When the bad, when the good guys are like... The relationships are falling apart. All, all fucking falling apart and shit. They did the same thing. In Den of Thieves, and it didn't had it didn't convey the same emotion that that uh, what you call it, that Heat did, and uh, I think for pretty much the reason is because Den of Thieves are just like they're just trying to go for that glory. They're trying to they're trying to they're trying to be Netflix kind of shit. When it's like, nah, Netflix already was Netflix, so you can't <laughs> try to go for that glory. You got to be your own shit kind of thing, and. Man, that scene in Heat, it just is really fucking powerful, man, because you really see, like, you really want to be with the bad guys, man. Yeah. Like, these bad guys are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. While you guys are here, like, really fucking going through some shit, because, and I, I it just, it shows you, thoughts, it shows you how hard it is. Yeah, and it shows you how hard it is to be a good guy. A good guy. Yeah. Quote. And, um, <laughs> quote I was, unquote. I was, I, was, I was reading about the movie and I never knew this. Um, mm. they, they had interviewed Al Pacino about his character. Like, you know, how'd you get into character? And he's like, a lot of people don't know this because you don't see it in the movie. But Michael Mann's direction to me was, yo, your character is on cocaine. <laughs> really? Your character is on cocaine. And that's the reason why, like, from time to time, he just, like, explodes. Like, give me what I want! And he just, like, screams for no goddamn reason because he's, like, constantly on cocaine. He's a corrupt cop. It couldn't be that uh, he was on cocaine. <laughs> Could be, too, man. <laughs> you know on, what? Method acting. You know what? I, method Den acting. Thieves, he's a method actor, right? Den of Thieves oh, yeah. is so, a movie. Uh, last time I checked, method acting means you're going the distance. <laughs> this was, like, the... This was Nicolas what, Cage. This was fucking, mid-90s. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah oh, man. Yeah. Miami. Come on. Well, it was no, all well, Miami, right? No, L.A. No, L.A. Oh, L.A. Yeah. L.A. LA. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Same thing. What's the difference? Yeah, but I'm Coaches. thinking about Den of Thieves. It's, more, it's a movie that um, somebody who's uh, who's never seen Heat being explained Heat and being like, I'm going to write this movie. 
that you just explained <laughs> to me. So they made Den of Thieves. Movie. Yeah. That's because I want everybody. No, nah, that's not going to be my suggestion because I want you to watch Heat because <laughs> Heat is a way better movie. But uh, <laughs> just, to, just to say that people are looking for a heist movie. The box office was eighty thousand dollars, I mean eighty million dollars, and the budget was thirty million. Wow! So they already man. doubled what they invested into the movie. So there's probably gonna be a part two. Yeah, I just I just looked down on the Google and it says Den of Thieves two coming together with Gerard Butler. Yeah, can't fucking win. I'm out. Well, my favorite part about uh, Heat is um, throughout the movie, Robert De Niro keeps saying, like, I'm never going back. Mm-hmm. As, like, you know, Dude, to prison. You know. And then at the last minute, the last second of the movie, the last line of the movie is when he's dying and he goes, I told you I wasn't going back. I was like, damn. To the end. You know what? I'm going to piggyback off your movie and I want people to watch ground, Den of Thieves because that's, I for, totally forgot, but that same scene was in Den of Thieves. Uh, what's the... He says that? Like, what, he says, yeah, like, there was I'm a dude who was like... Prison? It was 50 Cent who was like, yeah, I ain't going back. He ain't going back to jail. But he said it while he was being chased by the cops. So it was like one of those... You said he had a co-producer die. producer thing? Yeah, he, co- he co-produced exact this producer? movie. No, produced by Gerard Butler, Tucker Tooley, Mark Canton. Nah, 50 Cent's not even on there as a producer. Um... Why would you remake that movie? It wasn't and a remake. Like, it was a. It's supposed to be a totally different movie, but it's a heist movie. Guy. It's in the right. same. We, we, was that speaking straight, of bracket, I'm just thinking about brackets. We should do a, a bracket of just heist movies. Oh yeah, let's do that. What about the other bracket? He would be. My yeah, he probably would take it, but I think it'll be fun to get to that point because we could put heat up against. Um, what's that movie with? Uh, <laughs> Magicians. No, what's that? What? Um, what was it called? Uh, now you see me. Now you see me. That was a good one. Would you would you consider Empire uh, State? Would you cons- would you no, consider um, that movie with uh, Nicholas Cage uh, that he was stealing stuff from uh, the national <laughs> national treasure? Would you consider that a heist movie? Yeah, yeah absolutely. 100%. Indiana Jones, a heist movie. Hundred percent. No, that's a so I brought that up one time. We did. <laughs> I don't know. We, we recorded at Delgado's apartment with the other Kevin, and uh-huh. we did top heist movies. And I mentioned Indiana Jones. Can that be considered a heist movie? Because the whole movie is a build up it's to them heist. stealing this yeah. one artifact. Um, I, I think that's a heist movie. It's a treasure movie, you know? man. Treasure hunting. But then, like treasure, but then like treasure. But then like the national treasure is treasure hunting. Oh shit. So it's it's I don't know. Inception is a heist movie. That's a heist and they're not movie, even yeah. stealing; they're planting. They're What's planting that? an idea. The movie with Ben Stiller. What's the name of that movie? Uh, Tower Heist. Yeah, yeah, we need to come out. With it's like, in the title. We need to come out with <laughs> categories of like heist movies because what are the main five things you need in order in for the, it to, to be make considered a heist, a heist movie? movie? You need a crew. You need a crew. A crew. You, you need a, a crew. ragtag crew. You, you need a wild together, card right? in that crew. Wild card. Oceans. All the. Oceans, all the oceans. Yeah, they all have that. What you need? You need an elaborate setup. You need you need to be there needs to be a cool ass debriefing of what's gonna happen kind of shit. So what's that? Gone in sixty seconds. Something has to go wrong. Yeah, something has to go wrong. That's a driving movie though. No, but that's a heist movie because they were still in cars. Remember? They said we gotta do one big heist. One big one. True. There's gotta be some and that's another thing. You gotta be committing a crime. You gotta. You got to be committing a crime. So now Indiana Jones outskis. What about uh, Ro- right? uh, Robin Hood? He's not committing no crimes. He's just. What about Robin Hood? The cartoon uh, one. Mm, I don't Robin think that was like Hood a heist movie. He was he just constantly. Stole. Yeah, he was constantly stealing. But wasn't but there a big moment that he. The cartoon one, the one that's the from Fox? Disney. Yeah, the Fox one. He stole a big amount of money. And he. Remember when he was like. Uh, oh, that, I would say that is like. I don't know. Where you. That's a cartoon, man. <laughs> There's no cartoon heist. Are you movies. talking about? Uh, ooh. That's a market right there. Right there. That's Just a market right there. Write that down. That's a brilliant idea. There's no cartoon uh, um, heist movies. So what else do you need? A uh, damsel? No. You don't need a woman. Is female? Was there a female in Heat? Well, there's a yeah. the love interest. Yeah, there's a love Robert interest. Robert De Niro met that chick in the cafe, mm-hmm. but I don't. You don't but need really it. You don't need it. Yeah, you don't, you don't need, need it. it. That was well, more. I, I think. Know. I think that was more to portray the contrast between the cops and the bad guys. Like he was in love with this girl. Meanwhile, Al Pacino, his marriage was falling apart. You know, I think that's really what it served. What do you think happened at the, at the character movie? building? If like the movie continued, what do you think Al Pacino's character would be? 
after the movie, like three, four. An amount of cocaine, dude. Like after he already he got the big catch. He killed the guy. But he said he said that that's his life. He accepts it. I think he moves on to the next thing. To the next. He divorces the lady. Yeah. He divorces the wife, and he's back at it. It doesn't stop. Day one, going back to day one. It starts all over again. Fuck. See, they don't think about that in movies, man. But I mean, like that's a life thing, though. Like you made this choice to live down this certain path. Mm To be that person who chases, and, 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 you're in yeah, it, and yeah. that's how you and, can be so successful because you it, choose that. Exactly, that. you're 100 percent invested. Exactly, hmm, and and in the movie, he even tells his wife, he's like, "I told you when we were going getting into this relationship that you were going to accept the fact that you're going to marry my my profession as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to come home happy. I'm going to come home miserable. There's going to be days you're not going to see me. Like, you just you accepted that, so." Don't fucking complain. So do you think he came home happy after he got a... No. You don't he, think so? No, he uh, divorces her. Yeah, he He, does. he, he gets... Fuck, like, he man. just... Yeah. That's a lot of... You see, that's something that people really don't talk about. Like, what do you think happened the day after that movie? Like, a lot of those romantic comedies, when the person runs away... Like, that movie that had a, The Graduate, right? When they were on the bus and they were driving off. Mm-hmm. And they kept that camera on them as they were just like they were on the bus driving off you saw the smiles go away and you started to see like they were thinking to themselves what the fuck are we doing what happened the day after that because she left the marriage like while she was getting married she left the altar boom to book it with this guy got in the fucking bus don't know where the fuck they were going they just saw a bus and they got on it don't even know how they paid but they got on the fucking bus and they just drove but did she want to marry him probably not she just didn't want to marry the guy she was on. She was gonna get married to. That's all. Exactly. So, that's all it is. So maybe they just like probably just boned and that's it. They probably had like a few, you know, good, nice, long, drawn this out relationship. This is the seventies we're talking about. So they probably stayed a long. They they probably stayed together for a long time. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> they probably stayed together for a long time, thinking yeah. to themselves like what they they doing? shouldn't have been in there. They Why shouldn't have been I in their that? relationship. I totally jeopardized my future because of this one act of impulsiveness. But she was living at 100% when that impulsive act was chosen. At 100 Can you imagine living like that 100%. the rest of your life? I don't know. Exhausting. <laughs> I think that's the, that's the episode, you guys. I yeah. think that's the episode. Um, yeah, because we're about to go get something to eat, and uh, it's kind of late. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. I have been... Well, no, next week, we're going to talk about Jaws and Meg. No? I haven't seen about? Meg. I gotta see Meg. What are Meg you talking first. about? I thought we were gonna talk about uh, next no, week. No, no, next week. I'm just saying. Stay tuned next week. We're gonna talk about Meg. We never saw the movie. None of us. Mega is... Shark. Wait, did you see the movie? I'm, I'm, I'm. No, I'm gonna go see it. Oh, you're gonna see it? Wow. Yeah, He's totally. going to the movies. Whoa. I'm gonna see Meg, man. <laughs> see, I should get that sound bite. I want a reason of... not to go back to the beach and the ocean. <laughs> There's a big ass shark out there. I don't think this movie. They said only six people get bit a year in the United States by get killed by a shark. Not bit. Killed by a shark. Killed? Killed. Six. Shouldn't have been out that deep, people. What are we doing? Why are you waiting out there with your bodies? Sometimes it's shallow water, man. But once again, I've been Pat, y'all. Peace. Josh. <laughs>